Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. of the reality is is always it's newer and today with me are the uh salacious sounds of candy t kendrick tucker <laughs> candy t i love candy that. t Hi. like kenny g but like yes cuter yes um, yeah a little bit more melanin yeah. <laughs> just a little <laughs> love that I feel like Kendi has an eye on the end of it, so I love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, Kendrick, you have been, we'll say, off the grid for a couple of weeks now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. You were, you know, jumping on glaciers or something in Alaska. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you were doing. You were hanging out with Sarah Palin, I hope not. <laughs> No, you, never that. <laughs> you were looking at Russia from people's houses. I don't yes. know what you were doing. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. I literally told Nor, I was like, because we tried to record previously like the, the week before. Yeah. And I said, I told her, I was like, I know this is going to sound like the biggest lie <laughs> in the world, <laughs> but I promise it's not. I'm literally going to be on an Alaskan cruise <laughs> this entire week. I will gladly come next week, though, when I'm home. <laughs> so here I am, people. Here I am. Yeah. I hope that you are you got all the R&R that you needed. I did. And I'm still, I'm still on PTO this week, so I'm getting all of the things right now. It is amazing. <laughs> amazing. You are R-ing and R-ing still. You had yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you, how exciting for you that you got to binge two hours each of Atlanta and Summer House Martha's mm-hmm. Vineyard. Oh my gosh. It was just the most like cocoa buttered feel like block of time for me i loved every <laughs> single minute of it like i just felt like i had jojoba oil all on me like it was <laughs> it was amazing i just atlanta it like came out of the gate swinging martha's vineyard i expected to like have a super slow start i love these characters and like the drama is there and it's you know what this is why it's so important to have like genuine friend groups on these kind of shows Mm -hmm. because the drama is so low stakes but they make it feel like it's high stakes to where like as a viewer i'm like yes this is what i'm invested in i too don't want dog toys in with my towels yes that is the kind of drama that i am into right now i love that so i'm here for all of the sunday nights Okay, let's jump right into Martha's Vineyard because okay. one of the questions I wrote down for you is, as a dog owner, would you put yes. socks as socks with my socks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of y'all that don't know, my little baby is Soxy. She's a uh, a razorhead pit bull. She is very much a domestic terrorist, but I love her so much. <laughs> and I am, we, okay, I'm, 
very my mom does it when like when she keeps her i do it we are very like particular about stuff like that like socks has her own load <laughs> you know she it, it runs through its own cycle usually i'll do like another little like just a little spin cycle afterwards just to right. make sure that before i put my clothes in you know it's all gone but i'm that kind of you know i'm a what they call i'm a beyonce virgo mine is one day after her so like things yes. are very particular around yes. here so i would not you know if i had norse clothes right here the kids everybody no i'm not putting y'all stuff in with socks is like you know dog bones and you know kibbles and bits no I, i'm y'all getting your own special low socks has hers like it's a, it's a whole thing <laughs> if i'm feeling really jazzy <laughs> then i'm going to use one of those fancy little laundry bags but they mm. cost a little bit so but i'll use one of those and put those in there and then you know it's it's a whole thing but no i'm i'm, I'm very much team mariah and team jasmine on the whole on that of it all but also if I was bringing my dog, Nor, I would probably tell you ahead of time <laughs> yeah. that I'm going to have my dog with me. I don't know if that's <laughs> such a, you know, a, such a like a confounding statement or something, but I feel like that's kind of common courtesy. You know, mm -hmm. hey, I have something that might piss on your floor. Sorry. You know, like just kind of feels commonplace for me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you're bringing, listen, as a parent, mm -hmm. I say this every time, like I buy, there's an adults only gathering. I'm going to let somebody know that I'm bringing a child. Yes. At an event. If there is a humans only gathering, mm -hmm. I think it's important that you let us know that there's a dog coming. Yes. And it's no like big thing. Cause I'm sure that like, had she told Jasmine, like, Hey, I literally like, you know, backup fell through, or this is my emotional support animal. I do need him. I have anxiety really bad or something like this. Which come on. Can't, I'm right. <laughs> This does not strike me as that, but okay, yeah. I'll I'll go with it, Bria. Uh, but I'm sure if she would have explained that ahead of time, then Jasmine would have been like, you know what, that's fine. Just when we're gone, just maybe leave it in the room so it doesn't go out free reign on other people's stuff. They could have been arrangements. Don't surprise me as the host. Yeah. And I don't know anything about your dog or whoever else you bring in your lizard. I don't care what kind of emotional support animal it is. I, you know, y'all come up with a lot of shit nowadays, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> but whatever the animal is, let me know ahead of time so I can make the proper arrangements and I can warn people too. Because like, it's not just my feelings. There are like 85 of the people living in this house for the summer. So Let's many. let them know. It is so many people. And they're still showing up. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. And then I looked at the cast picture and I was like, wait, there are two people on this cast picture. I've not even there met were, them yet. Yeah. <laughs> and there are people that are in the house right now that aren't on the cast picture. Like, yes, what's happening? What is happening? <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride at this point. I'm excited for... Um, people who haven't been around black people to watch no, i'm not excited i'm gonna laugh at people who aren't around black people to watch this show and then uh atlanta back to back and then be like i can't tell any of these black people apart exactly because but you know what it's not specific i think only well, obviously we are people of color are more uh victims to this uh, to mm -hmm. the to that level of caucasity but recently you know <laughs> they did that nbc upfronts and they showed the picture of like the real housewives ultimate girls trip slash real housewives new york legacy whatever that was <laughs> and so they have a picture of like the original roni women and then ariana is in the middle ariana maddox right mm -hmm. from Pump rules and so many people on twitter are like wow sonia's <laughs> Sonia looks amazing. 
what did Sonia do to her face? Who is somebody was like, is that Caroline Stanberry? I'm like, what? Oh, 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 no. So yes, yeah. This this will be a hoot, a hoot and a half. <laughs> a hoot and a half. There's so many new faces for them to get to know, and they have no idea. I will exactly. say, Jordan. So I think that I went to I went to a Watcher Crappens live show last year, and I believe mm-hmm. that Jordan was there, sitting right behind me with Luke as his date. Now you know Luke. Oh, Luke! Listen, there isn't a black woman on Bravo that Luke hasn't dated. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Bravo's own Robert De Niro. Exactly. Like, it's a beautiful black woman. I'm going to date her. Exactly. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, I have no you. I bet so you haven't substantiated that in any way. But I 100 percent believe it. Okay, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Let's talk about um this cast. So this is you watched two episodes. Who yes. are you loving? Who is Ooh. your who? You, who are you just like delighted to see on screen? Ooh. I, so first of all, just attraction wise everyone is pretty beautiful and i do yeah. love that it's a good change from you know sometimes going and having to watch tom sandoval for an hour it's very <laughs> that that can be very daunting on the eyes sometimes <laughs> so i do uh, i love that so thank you bravo uh i feel like me i just had a conversation and i feel like amir is like the Summer House Martha Vinny's version of Brian Benny from Family Karma. Both like exact same energy. That whole, what do you say? uh, I'm from the great state of Austin. And he's like, oh, wait, that's not a state. I was like, oh, oh, you know, that's exactly how I like them. Just just wonderful and dumb. And, you know, I just, I I love that for me. Just dumb and stunning. Yes, that's all I need in life. Love him. Love Preston because he feels to be like very grounded but Mm -hmm. also i feel like if he needs to shade somebody he will in a second and i kind of love that too um i you know what that's not the only people that have really kind of like gotten under my skin a little bit is bria's gotten under my skin a little bit because of the whole you know oh by the way him coming for three days won't make sense so let's just have him come for a week that whole thing i was like okay the audacity is at an all-time high with this one that's you know if y'all like it i love it but she's kind of, you know, not that I don't mind her as a cast member on the show, but if I had to be in her presence, mm-hmm. it would be an issue for me. Yeah. Her. And then every now and then Jordan gets under my skin a little bit when, you know, the whole, I'm only dating, you know, people want to date me because I'm, you know, this level of celebrity. And it's like, I'm a girl, we didn't know you were a playboy bunny. Like, <laughs> stop it. Okay. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, every, but she's like, I'm so hot. Like nobody really wants to have a conversation with me. I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry that your life is so hard. Cause you're fucking stunning. Exactly. Okay. I, w- I wish. Right. I would I kill wish. for those problems. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, everyone talks to me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I deal with. <laughs> yeah. We have, a, like, you know, painfully approachable faces. Yes. <laughs> There's no intimidation here. Everyone, when I'm in Walmart, people come right up to me and be like, do you know where the soap is? I'm like, yes, it's right over there. All the all the hygiene products right in that aisle, ma'am. There you go. <laughs> no, I do not work here, but I do know where it is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the Out of the dudes, obviously, Amir, just hot and stunning. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Jasmine? Jasmine and Silas, the, the quote unquote hosts of this trip. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Right now, I don't mind. I think that Jasmine is a good anchor for the show because I feel like 
she, oh, how do I say? I, I feel like one, she's in an interesting dynamic with the whole like I'm married, but all my friends are still single, so I'm trying to like balance out the two. And I think that's yeah. something everyone can relate to when either when that one friend gets married first, or you're the first one to get married, but you're like, shit, I have a whole like you know group of people that are like doing stuff without me now. No, I still want to be in that life too, and you yeah. know, I'm in this life, and so it, that's the whole balance that I love kind of seeing. I think. I think that, uh, oh boy, what's his name? Nick. I think Nick is kind of helping Jordan blow some things out of proportion, but I think he's doing it because he's attempting to flirt, but I don't think she's clocking anything he's doing as flirting. And so it's, it's becoming a little weird. So I don't, I don't mind, uh, uh, Jasmine and Silas. I like them as a couple. Now, I like that they get over these arguments with the group fast. Like there's nothing yes. that's lingering and stuff like that. So that's always a plus. But you know, when there's a married couple in the group, you never know how it's gonna go. So I'm watching y'all out of this eye. But this eye is okay with you right now. But this yes. eye is, you know, this one's looking at you a little funny. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure. I do think that while that there is a transition that women go through and all people go through, like when you're mm-hmm. married, it just drives me crazy that Jasmine acts like she is like the only person in the world to ever, to ever get married. married. Yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't, she says like, Oh, I don't respect Bria's relationship because she's not married. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Egregious. 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 Yeah. It's craziness to say that. I'm like, you put that in your confessional. Yeah. You practice that line. Yes, absolutely. But to be fair, I will yeah. say, and I should not be defending us in any way, obviously, but to be fair, I don't know if I will respect Bria's relationship either. That, I don't know who that man is, but I'm like, girl, that is that is not your boyfriend. Stop it. Who is this man? Who is this German <laughs> is man? This man? Right. Who is yeah. this man? And then he got on like camera. She's like, they're being so mean to me and all this kind of stuff. He's like, the haters going to hate. And it's like, what are you talking about right now? Sir, who are you? <laughs> right. Get out of yeah. here. Um, so also I want to ask you as a person who works in hospitality, does does a post-it note on a bed count as a reservation? (laughs) Listen, you can go into any Marriott or Hilton or, uh, you know, uh, uh, what they call on the, the the super eights. You can go on any one of those if you want to and try to put a post note on the door and saying mine not going to work out. Let me tell you something. You can barely do that shit with Southwest. So you know, they don't have a signed seating. You can try <laughs> to put your purse down. If you want to, your purse will be on aisle. It'll be on row 13 when you get back and you know, you put it on eight. So girl, you be careful. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now I know that he, he is very off putting. Okay, very off putting. The introduction that we got to Phil was mm. Bria and Shanice being like, "Yeah, we partied with Phil, and he made sure that we blacked out." I'm like, "That's not good, girl." <laughs> exactly. Not not the. I I don't know about him as a person right now. I'm I was already kind of skeptical because we only met this man on Facetime, but now it's like, oh, he's the one that makes sure we black out. It's like, mm, okay, <laughs> all right. I mean. Okay, hmm. like I'm alarmed by it. And then he <laughs> he made this terrible comparison to slavery. <laughs> right. That's why that was the moment I really started loving Preston because he's like, are we talking about slavery right now? <laughs> 
what is happening? He is, I mean, we want to talk about egregious. Yes. You want to talk about domestic terrorists. Yes. <laughs> we shouldn't be using words like that with black people or black men or people of color. I understand <laughs> that, you know, as somebody who was called that for most of their adolescence. But still, <laughs> leaving, taking a shit and not flushing, that's an act of terrorism. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> and I biological love biological warfare. I, yeah. <laughs> and I love that Nick did not just flush it. He went down there. He was like, Can you go flush that please? Because I would not even want to touch the toilet at that point. I need to see it like squeaky clean when I come back up there. Yes. Like that, that is wild. We don't know how long they've been at that janky club that they found. Right. <laughs> that club with the one married couple and the one <laughs> the one married couple yes. killed me. It was so funny. Like Yes. Okay. Do you watch regular Summer House? You used to. I know you were like in and out of it. I it's now become the show that like I watch all of the clips on social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like I watch the episodes and I'm yes. like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't need to yes. tune in on Mondays. No, but uh, yes, I watch. Because what I really like about this show compared to regular Summer House is mm-hmm. that this show, number one, they're here for 15 days. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, they some of them all, like, they all know each other through other people. Like, it's like two people are friends, and then that person brought a friend, and then their friend's friend came, right? Yes. But what I love is that all of these guys, all of these guys mm-hmm. have been sliding into DMs of all of these women. Yeah. And apparently there's also like a group chat and they're like, oh yeah, so nice to finally meet you in person. Like, oh, who is the person that made a joke about blah, blah, blah. And I love that because on regular Summer House, they're always like, oh yeah, I work with Paige from the city. And so nice to meet you. I'm like, Right. Like, you mean New York City population of 10 million? Is that the city you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, can we be real here? Like, right. obviously, you were cast on the show. You probably have been talking to these people. Everybody's checked you out online already. Like, mm-hmm. stop pretending. So I love that on Summer House, Martha's Vineyard, they're not pretending. Yes. Love that. It all feels so genuine. I love that. Like, I especially love kind of the, uh, the like Greek life undertones to it because I feel like, especially like with uh, like black fraternity and sororities, there's this like kind of divine nine. There's this like whole kind of sense of, I don't need to know you, but I know that you were like the same letters as me. So like now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna like make it a point to like get to know you and be friends and like that kind of stuff. So it feels like almost everyone is like, around the greek life so like all mm-hmm. the guys like they're kappas and alphas and stuff like that and i love that all of them like know what what that means because like you know someone's like oh god he's a cap or it's like oh lord there's an alpha you know they get kind of stuff so you know i i love that there's that kind of familiarity already built in are you um <clears throat> are you part of a fraternity I am not. Mm-hmm. I am not. I am. I am. You know, just black on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am not. No, I went to a. For those of y'all that don't, I went. My undergrad was. How many? I, 
maybe, maybe a thousand students. I wow. uh, went to a very small, it was a private, like, uh, it was one of the last remaining, like, all-boy colleges. And, oh. like, they were, oh, yeah, they were, like, so generous with, like, the the, uh, the funding and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And it was, like, uh, I wanted to go to a business school in Indiana. So mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, go to a school that, like, they knew and stuff like that. So I didn't even apply to IU. I don't know why I didn't, like, apply to Indiana University or anything like that, but I went to this school. It was so small. So, like, it was all these kind of like organizations and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like all of that was I knew and learned about from like my friends at other schools mm-hmm. in Indiana, from my people like that went from, you know, high school to other college, all that kind of stuff. So that is my like only, you know, weavings with the divine nine. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> my only understanding of that, uh, of the black sorority or fraternity life is through Real Houses of Potomac. And yes. insecure, the show. On yes, 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 yes. Um, I feel like you get a good. Oh, this might be shady. I'm not trying to be shady. I promised anybody listening. I feel like from the shows you just named and from yes. this one, I think you get a good sense of an AKA. Yeah, all of those kind of things. So yes, yeah, I think oh, that's good to know. A woman on Twitter would just like went viral because she was apparently wearing pink and green like mm-hmm. the specific AKA pink and green and a group of women at the restaurant gave her shit. First they asked her if she's an AKA. She said, no. And then they were like, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be wearing those colors. Chad, now you not listen. <laughs> I've always felt the way about that. Cause I get it. I promise I get it. Cause like those colors are so synonymous yeah. with that, but it's like, girl, this was what was in my wardrobe today. I'm going to wear it. Like this, you're not going to tell me what I can and can't wear. Like I'm going to just put this on. I'll be okay. Y'all will be okay. It's nothing of that. Now, if you were wearing the AKA letters and you're yes. not, in the, like, that's a whole nother thing. But, like, you don't tell me what colors we're now. Like, now we're getting a little out of hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's some gang mentality. Like, you're yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I, I definitely want to, like, not. So, I made a lot of fun last week. I had, <laughs> I had Tom Hamlet from Dumpster Dive mm-hmm. on, and we were talking cash money shit about fraternities we were like you know what it just feels a little bit secretly gay like like just a little closeted for me like it just feels like this like macho thing that guys do but like Mm -hmm. i'm not sure but i don't want to downplay the fact that i do believe that like greek life specifically black greek greek life and what you're talking Mm -hmm. about the divine nine like there is a significance to it because there is a connection that you know in a world in the in the white supremacist world that we live in where Black people are discriminated against, you know, consciously, unconsciously in so many ways. We have systems of racism in our Uh country that any support or any networking or any like leg up that black people can get specifically from their own communities makes a huge difference. So like, I understand the purpose and like the value of fraternities and and sororities, especially like specifically black Greek life. But general feelings about greek life get a grip grow up (laughs) yes agree i think one reason in particular i think that uh like black greek life is so powerful is because i know like aka's i think were founded in what 1908 like yeah that's huge like over a hundred years ago so like i think at the time it was like almost necessary Absolutely. Especially at universities and stuff, very necessary to form like these groups and stuff like that. And I can't imagine, especially during that time, the sense of like brotherhood and sisterhood that was actually 
present yes. that you like can rely upon, like all these different things. So definitely, I, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Do you also agree with me that Greek Greek life needs to like cool it? As yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I will tell you, like, I know some people that like to this day will still like come to work with like, I'm talking about their office decorated with like yes. the colors and the signage and all like that. And I'm like, okay, do you, but I'm like, whoa, you know, when you walk into the office, you're kind of like, you're like, whoa, that's a lot. I'm like, okay. Like still like the colors and everything. But I, I will say that person in particular that I'm thinking about still like attends the meetings and oh, like does, okay. yeah, pays the fees and all this stuff. So I'm like, well, child, if you attaching money to anything, I guess you better rip it. <laughs> Go ahead. If you, if you like it, I love it. I exactly. guess. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, do you have any other thoughts about Martha's Vineyard before we move over to uh, Atlanta? I love it. <laughs> Everyone watch. I hope y'all watch and support so we can get more seasons of this. And while we're at it, bully Bravo into bringing Family Karma back for season four. Thank you. What the fuck? Like, that, that was like the best season. Like, what are we doing? How are you going to put Brian Benny on a spinoff show, but not fucking right. bring back his show? So I actually, I just told uh, our friend Emily, I yes. had a theory that I'm like, okay, they didn't announce this. My hope is they're editing and putting together this season of Winter House or whatever. I'm hoping that that triggers them to say, okay, let's go ahead and green light season four. Because not only do I, we know that their fans want it back, I think this will bring in a new audience that will follow Brian. Because Brian is just so likable. Everyone loves Brian. So likeable. They'll all follow him from that and then go and watch and, you know, you know, then they'll support Family Karma. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm, maybe I'm giving Bravo too much credit than they deserve i don't mm -hmm. know but I'm, right now i'm trying to be optimistic because i don't want to think that this show is getting canceled before it's time because we have a lot more story to tell with this with this crew yeah if, if anything bravo like send it to peacock and give us a real housewives ultimate girls trip family karma like that seems yes. to be what you guys keep doing so exactly i mean if you can put that. ramona on tv i think we're okay with with all of the family karma <laughs> cast like good yes. lord yeah yeah all right uh, let's take a quick break. And then when we're back, we'll talk about Rahasas of Atlanta. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I love our fake breaks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this episode we opened up with Courtney's bobblehead ass bucking at candy <laughs> yeah. for the dumbest fight I have ever heard in my life. Somebody told me that you said that you didn't know me, but because you were annoyed that I was going around telling people that I knew you, but I never said that I knew you. Okay. What? Like, what? What? Act, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? We should have known that she was trash when she said that she was cousins with fucking Ralph. Oh, God. And my whole opinion. Like, I was, at first, I was just leave giving her benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, well, you know, anything that activates candy is okay with me. Because I, if I don't love nothing else, I love me an activated candy. Mm -hmm. I love me some season six redhead candy that is ready to uh, drag this bitch. I love that <laughs> candy, okay? And I, I literally, the only thing I've been saying for the past few weeks is I'm about to headbutt this bitch. Like I just love it so <laughs> yes, much. Yes, and last year, last year that clip of her saying Marlo is getting on my motherfucking nerves. Yes, I'm tired of her bullshit. <laughs> She's fake as fuck. <laughs> 
I love angry candy. Nothing makes me more happy than when candy is pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. When like candy reminds us that she is Mama Joyce's daughter. Yeah. So, like, I love that. And I love what like, the shaky voice happens. Stop fucking at me. Yes. Like I love it. And I love when like what's her name? Sonia goes up to her. She's like, Are you okay? And she's like, <laughs> I'm fine no it's like you're not fine no you're very not fine right now <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> yeah we love that yes this like stupid little fight kind of dies down and then candy leaves and then we have another fight happen which is between martell and kenya Ugh. because kenya says hey by the way martell did try to slide into my dms and sheree being really truly just Sheree. <laughs> Just being Sheree. Sheree, I realize, really is like the Teresa Judice of Atlanta. Yes. You know what? It's crazy that the more you, like, as the years go on, there's really a Teresa on every show. Like, with, <laughs> as far as, like, the way it's thinking. Like, it's Alexia in Miami. It's Sheree over in uh <laughs> in my uh Atlanta. And, like, I'm sure, like, we can think of, uh, I mean, who would it be in New York? I feel like it would be... Uh, Mo, you know what? Not nearly as like uh, bolsterous, but I feel like it would be Luann because Luann lives on her yeah. own planet when it comes to thinking because I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, it's the women that are like not with it. Exactly. All. You know, like, you know, it's and, and like not with it. And then like with a tinge of of like they're stupid, they're stupid <laughs> and they love to forgive stupid men. So like on Potomac, yes. it's Robin. Robin is the Teresa <laughs> of Potomac because she's like, yeah, whatever. I believed him. He said that she lost her credit card. So she he just went and rung her up and then he left. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Mia. <laughs> okay, Mia is definitely Teresa adjacent. Yes. But when it comes to stupidly supporting your stupid ass man, Yes. It's, it's got to be Robin. <laughs> and I love Robin. Me too. Robin. You know, I love me some Robin. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I love Sheree too, but she's just so right. fucking disappointing. God. Um, she always is, goes for the, the literally the lowest hanging fruit of man. It's never like, you know what? I'm going to wait until no. an appropriate man comes into yeah. my life. It's always just like, oh, is this my option? I'll take it. It's just like, oh, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's not yeah. okay. I don't know why, but something about Kenya saying you piece of shit just like made me really happy. Oh my God. Especially to Martell Holt. Like I, you know, I, I watch Love and Marriage Huntsville. So my uh -huh. whole, the way he needs to see the problem is if you watch Love and Marriage Huntsville, then you know that like Martell gets it bad on this show because because his ex-wife like does not play at mm -hmm. all with like his bullshit. But Sometimes him getting it gets lost in the sauce because there are a couple of other horrible ass men on that show. So <laughs> it really kind of gets lost over there. But when we're able to like bring him over to Atlanta and highlight him, oh, it's just it's a different level of joy. It's just it's it's wonderful. I love it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets into a fight with Kenya. He's super fucking disrespectful, whatever. Um, and the party ends. Did this party look like it was a hundred thousand dollar party to you? No, so like Sonya, stop it, please. It was not a hundred thousand. Like, I will give you like 
maybe 20. You said you spent, but she said she spent that on the last one, didn't she? Girl, no, no, Sonia. It's some line going on. I don't Listen, know. <laughs> I know that food is expensive these days. Okay? Right. I just went to Mother's Day brunch at a local place. We ordered two things off the kids' menu and then three mm-hmm. things off the adult menu. Why did that cost us $130? I don't know. See, see, so things are expensive, and I understand. However, yeah. that was not a $100,000 party. No. I'll get yeah, I'll give you 25. Exactly. We'll we'll do that. That's being very generous and I feel like that we can justify that cuz maybe okay, maybe renting the casino tables was more pricey than you thought. That's yeah. the only real like big cost that I saw. Open yeah. bar, I guess, maybe, but even that I don't, I mean, you can get your cousin to go buy some liquor and then, you know, <laughs> buy 10 for free. So I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Also, did you see anybody eat? No. And you know, kids don't play about her food. That's so. why she's so angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> and y'all giving Candy a little snack. She might not have been, her, uh, Courtney bobbling in her face all day might not have bothered her so much. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I don't I don't like the way Sheree is coming at everybody, but she's not wrong when she says Candy's always running her mouth unless she's eating. Fine. Or sucking right. dick. Or, or sucking dick. <laughs> and but not in a locker room, apparently. <laughs> not in the locker room. Um, yeah, there was like no food at the party. And also I'm like pretty sure that all the stuff that they get at these parties gets discounted heavily because these owners, like these event planners, get so much promotion right exactly maybe it's like it would have cost you a hundred thousand dollars but you didn't pay that because you didn't have to that's my thinking and i gotta assume that bravo's picking up some of this tab too like they are not making like this is the the season premiere event like i don't think they're making you pay for this whole party out of pocket i'm sorry no sonia stop it yeah (laughs) stop knock it it off Uh, Drew finally shows her face. We finally got Drew on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and her new storyline this season is that she's doing music now. She's doing music. And her and Ralph are the happiest they've been. Oh. Oh, oh dear. Oh, boy. Okay. They're making music. Listen, I don't oh. hate the song. I just hate Ralph. No, exactly. Why? Number one, why does he need to be involved? Number two, why does he need to be on the cover of the damn single. Like, yeah. there's a lot of questions I have. Number three, why did you pull that piano out and have to do an acoustic version? Because you, you, that was not about Drew. You wanted them to see you playing the piano. I have a lot of questions. Why, number four, why is Courtney your cousin? I just have a lot of questions for Ralph to see. Yeah, it was such a stretch. It was like, Ralph's dad and my mom are like great aunts or something. I was like, that is not really... That is not a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't under yeah. Like I would think that that would be a thing if like you were a South Asian because truly we know every single person that we share blood with. But <laughs> like if you just met this person at a filming event and also Sonia even inviting Courtney, she was like, Yeah, sorry about that girl. I just met her last week with Sheree. I'm like, why is she here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sonia is it's so you know what? Sonia is kind of funny to me because she does come across sometimes as like a deer in headlights. She's like yeah. this reality TV stuff, even though she's done it in the past, it's like it's so new to her because it's such a another level of reality yeah. TV. And she's just but she's like always trying to like excuse something. She's like, oh girl, I, I didn't mean to do you know that was you know that I don't know that lady, that was Sheree friend. I don't know. 
Yeah, she's literally no I, I just met her last week. <laughs> <laughs> like same, same. Me too, girl. Um, now Candy this episode, I appreciate Candy Burris Tucker because hey, by the way, it's her birthday tomorrow. So for people who are going to be listening to this episode tomorrow, happy birthday to Candy Burris Tucker. Now, she is a Taurus, and mm-hmm. she is keeping tally on people because <laughs> she has this meeting with Sonia. And Sonia's like, yeah, sorry, it was Sheree's friend. And then, you know, she also said some shit about you saying that your – what did you say? That her event was ghetto or her restaurant was ghetto or something yeah. was ghetto. Right. And I love Candy because she's like, okay, so when she said that – what did you say? Perfect. Perfect. And Sonia's like, hubba 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 hubba. Exactly. That's the bad. We all want to do this sometimes. Someone's coming back like, well, you didn't hear this from me, but let me tell you what she said. It's okay, well, but what you say, bitch, when she said yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. Coming back yeah. To what, what you say? Yeah. Exactly. And I appreciate Candy for saying that. She's like, mm-hmm. come on, Tanya. So first you invite this random ass bitch you know has problems with me. And then you <laughs> let her come up to me like that. And you and then Sonia's like, Well, I told her that she should talk to you. And so it's like, Sonia, you told this lunatic to bobble her head at Candy? <laughs> right. <laughs> after Candy invited you to Disney World? Oh. Oofa doofa doof. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I would be scared if I was Sheree because there's nothing that Candy Burris will cut you for faster than coming for her bag. And we have this scene at Blaze where we do this food tasting. And I will say it was a really put on scene. Mm. We're like, sweet. What's his name? Melvin. Melvin or Melvin? Melvin Melvin comes in and fuck (laughs) arm in a fucking (laughs) sling. Uh-oh. And they're like, yeah, we're going to eat wings. And the producer's like, are we just going to not talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> oh, I will. Okay. Let me add yes. some context, too, because uh, I, I've i gotten into the habit now. Of, uh, I just enjoy, like, the Atlanta season so much, obviously, that uh, I watch the speak on it after yeah. the episodes yeah. now, especially when I love the guest. And the guest was Kenya, so I knew that was going to be a super shady-ass episode. Yeah. And so they talked about how they hate when production does this sometimes, because if y'all don't recognize his face, that's Eric. He's a producer on multiple shows on Bravo, including Potomac. He's the one that was trying to rush Candace in the van when Monique was running around the building oh. trying to get to her. Yeah. So that's Eric, super producer. He he does the stuff. So they said they hate when production does this sometimes because they try to like get into stuff organically sometimes. Cause like they were trying to make their way, like, you know, they're like, how's your arm feeling? And you know, this kind yeah. of stuff, yeah. but they're like, uh, uh-uh, y'all, we, y'all, we look, we got 10 more minutes to film this shit. Hurry up, get to it right now. And then let's go. And they're like, well, damn, I was trying to bring it up organically, mm. but now let's, I guess I got to turn the camera, break fourth wall and narrate like an episode of the wonder years. I don't know. Like good God. <laughs> the wonder years. I mean, okay. Candy. I believe that sort of, except for candy was like, we're not even going to talk about it. Cause there's legal issues. I'm like, mm. candy. Uh, and here's the thing. Old lady in the gang was one of my favorite shows that Bravo loved it. And I love year. whenever we get in the, we got two appearances up. So we got Philip and Melvin love that yeah. for me. Yeah, I was, and I was like, who was it? Who was the irate person who came in? Right. Do we know that person? I don't, I really need to know, because I don't even know if we, I'm going to look it up, but I don't even know if we ever got 
told that person's name and a thing because I'm like, okay, I doubt it was Shandrika. Like, I don't think Shandrika no. came in there with, with a gun to pop no. right. For some, you know what's super crazy to me? For some reason, <laughs> this is so dumb, but like when I think about who it could possibly be. Who was the guy that like had the egg roll business? He was the yes. Fun- I don't know why, but I, it's I guess- really messed up. But I yeah. am thinking that it might be him, and it makes me really sad because I loved him. Right, he was the, like the sweetest person. The soul like- food egg rolls. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I literally, I was like, oh, I don't know why I think this, but for some reason, whenever I think it, his. Like picture comes to mind, and I don't. That might just be just spreading false narratives. No, I don't 100%, know. one hundred percent. We're being so irresponsible right now. We're right, being, he did not do it, y'all. He did not do it. No, it was Brian. Brian Show. No, it's not Brian. <laughs> Sweet Brian. He always came, Brian Show or Brian Shaw. I don't know what his name was, but it was mm-hmm. Brian, and he was adorable. Yes. He had like. He was like sober, freshly. Yes, he, was, he kept talking about the guy's really, really big dick. Like, yeah, it was, yes. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I so I hope it's not Brian. No, guys, <laughs> let's just correct the narrative here. Not spread misinformation. Yes. I know. I wonder who it was because I was genuinely concerned about him. Like when I found out that news, it was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Sheree says in the confessional. <laughs> We don't know when we go to Old Lady Gang if we're going to get bullets or biscuits. And- Man, let me tell you something. Sheree Whitfield, y'all can say what you want to about her, but she knows how to deliver some shade. <laughs> that, is- <laughs> that was the best line. When they dropped that Atlanta trailer for this season, that was the best line in the trailer for me. It was. The best line. But she's fucked. Like, Candy's going <laughs> to kill her. Oh, yes. Oh, like- yes. Your little sweatpants, they're never going to sell. <laughs> they're never going to sell. Well, she had to get them on the website first for them to even have a chance to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Candy's, Candy's going to murder her. And I actually am really excited for it. Because you know Candy, like, we're about to get some sh- some more shaky voice Candy time at the reunion. And yes. I can't wait. Oh, really can't. yes. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> um, Kenya has a new little friend of and a new man. Um, yes. Introduced honestly, to her by Manetta. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, um, uh, but it just made me sad that I was like, another restaurant guy? Ooh. Oh, God. I know. At least we'll, we'll say this. At least that one is local to Atlanta. That's a, I feel like that's always a start because these people want to marry people that like live in other states. And I'm like, okay, let's at least like, Maybe bring it a little closer. Like, not necessarily the same city, but, like, if you're in Atlanta, maybe, like, Alpharetta or, some, yeah. you know, somewhere close where you can. It's just a, a little bit of a drive. Like, you know, a little yeah. bit of a hike to get over there. So, he's yeah. there. And, plus, I think I only heard good things about this guy. So, that's good. And she publicly, they're still together, I think. Oh. She publicly came out, like with acknowledging him as her boyfriend so oh Mm. that's very exciting i'm happy for her i'm happy kenya looks great she looks so happy Mm -hmm. she's stunning i just i love her so much um she visits she visits sheree at her warehouse um Mm -hmm. it's so funny that sheree's like goes up to these people who are supposed to be shipping out her orders and it seemed like we figured out why people have still not received her orders (laughs) because these people are like, okay, well, I don't think we should send out wrinkled, uh, you know, product. I think we should steam it. 
And so Sheree's like, oh, is that going to cost us more money? And she's like, yeah, it is. And something tells me that Sheree was like, oh, yeah, okay. As soon as I sent pay you the money for steaming it, steam the product and mail it out. And I have a feeling that we're still waiting on the payment for the steaming. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Girl, if you don't ball that shit up in a box and send it to these people after all this time. <laughs> Listen. I think we all know that it, all this stuff is from Alibaba Express. We all know right. that it's Shein. We all know it's Shein by Sheree. We all know. And we all are used to the quality of the stuff that we get from Amazon and Shein and all these places. Mm-hmm. It is crumpled up and shrink wrapped. Right. We're not. Okay. Look, there are some times we're not necessarily. See, I think this is the problem too. Because when we get stuff from like, you know, Shein, Amazon, Marketplace, you know, those kind of places. Yeah. Sometimes you're looking for stuff for an occasion. Now, you sure. don't expect to wear this every Tuesday. You know, yes. you don't expect to wear it to the office. We you know, call it's it just disposable clothing. Exactly. It's just, yeah. you know, for a, a time or two. The problem is the price tag that Sheree is putting yes. on these disposable clothing. It's like, okay, no, girl, I need this to stretch me through the summer. Like, I need to be able to wear this all the time. But you, you first of all, that, that tired-ass logo and... It's, Shiree, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, Sheree. $90 t-shirts. $90 t-shirts. Jogging sets that are over 200 that are giving Nike a run for their money. Okay, you, I think we've talked about this before. You get the Ivy Park stuff, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I don't think it's that expensive. Not nearly. Like, Sheree, hang it up flat screen. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> 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 Look, we've got we've got to get a grip, Sheree, at some point. Kenya visits Sheree, and they have a chat. But I do mm-hmm. want to talk, before we talk about their conversation about Martell, they do talk quite a bit about your Dallas Cowboys. They do. And I appreciate them because I love when my worlds intersect. And we got a house, we got a commercial with Teresa, Kyle, Kenya, all like running against the Dallas Cowboys, my boy Dak Prescott. It was an amazing time. And I love the fact that Kenya threw some shade. Well, it was very intentional shade because she said that star looks like the Dallas Cowboys star. She did it yes. for two reasons. One, to write it, that logo was so played out. But also, two, she just wanted to let y'all know she did a commercial with the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> she was like, oh, football? Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I love you, Kenya. You're not even pretending. Exactly. <laughs> She's so good. Love um, her. They talk about no wait, just a thought. Could you imagine now? I don't know if my boy Jalen is with anybody. Does he have a significant other? I don't know. I'm gonna look it Could up. You, I don't know. Like, should Ashley Darby date Jalen Hurts? Ooh. Cause like Philly's right there. It is. Let me see. Jaylen. But something tells me Ashley Darby only dates white men. <laughs> Oh, he, someone named Bree Burrows. Okay. They well, were you just at a press conference together. Yeah. Okay, oh, we're not going to try too. to break you up. Okay, right. That's fine. that's fine. You you earned that. Right. She's you pretty. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. We'll keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> we're still on the hunt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can go and be with, like, I don't know, Lenny Hochstein or something. Oh, God. <laughs> that's more her alley anyway. All right. Um... um Okay, so Sheree and Kenya talk about this whole Martell situation. And I love one of the things that Kenya said. Kenya said something like, I don't know him and I don't want to get to know him. Now, you know him 
from mm-hmm. the Love and Marriage show. Do you think that people should want to get to know him? Oh, dear God, no. Let me tell you. Martel Holt is just, he is a foot. <laughs> I don't know what else. Like, he rarely, <laughs> not even like a good foot. He's just like a foot that is just crusty and bunion field and a corn on the big toe he's just martel holt is just not it now what what he gives you in physical appearance he literally lacks in every other category like you Mm -hmm. might say okay well he's becoming a great businessman maybe we don't know if we've seen the fruits of those labors yet but maybe (laughs) we'll 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 give him that okay we'll say we'll say three things great dad which melody might want to argue about but great dad uh uh, physically much better than anyone else Sheree Woodfield has ever been with. Yes. And, you know, maybe a great businessman. We'll give him those. I can also actively list 48 things in the cons category that will, pro- <laughs> that will very much outweigh those things. Gaslighter, cheater. Not only is he a cheater, he's a dangerous cheater because he was cheating at the height of the pandemic. Like, re- yeah. He had a baby with someone at the height of the pandemic. Like, <gasps> Outside of his marriage, still married to Melody Holt, still working on it, had a whole baby. So, yeah, very, very mm-hmm. much just, what did James say? A poo-poo head. Very a much poo-poo. a poo-poo head. <laughs> but you know what? Sheree's being a poo-poo head, too. Oh, Because yes. she says something like, she's like, oh, you know, Kenya, you got mad because you got caught. So now you want to attack him, like, and then act like he attacked you. And I'm like, Sheree, do you realize that's exactly what this man is doing? Right. He got caught, and then he attacked her. Mm-hmm. And now he's acting like he's the one that got attacked, and he retaliated. I just can't. Sheree is always going to spend the narrative. I feel like her mind only, like she's not capable. You know how we say uh, uh, two things can be true at once? Mm -mm. Not Not for Sheree. No, (laughs) not for Sheree. I feel like the title of this episode, not for Sheree. Not for Sheree. There's like no common sense either. None. And I love Kenya because she's really trying to explain to her like, the dynamics of abuse and like yeah. how you can't compare a woman talking to a man like Sheree is really trying to tell Kenya like you as a woman you shouldn't be talking to a man that way and a man is allowed to retaliate however he wants are you fucking crazy Sheree weird, weird. it is weirdo behavior it is it weirdo is stupid super- ass misogynist <laughs> behavior yes so weird because I I don't feel like anybody can watch that and say that Kenya escalated that confrontation. Oh. Martel came back like eight times trying to get a reaction out of Kenya. Because Kenya was just like, you know, she was like, it, it happened. It's okay. He direct messaged me. I want it out there because y'all are like now serious. Yeah. I don't want y'all putting all this on me like Apollo did. Like, I don't want none of this blowing yeah. back on me. So, but he literally the whole time putting his phone in her face and like all this. It's like. Calm down, Martel. Like I wish this I wish I could say that this was surprising behavior, but I will honestly this is some of the tamest Martel Holt behavior we've seen. So very, very gross, very weirdo behavior. And then Cherie's trying to spin it into like, you can't talk about black men that way. Good and girl. Really, she said something like, maybe Kenya is triggered and talking about black men that way because she herself doesn't have one. I'm like, I, <sighs> I don't think that that's that's it. No, and that's exactly that we uh I don't know if we talked about it, but that conversation that Sheree and uh 
uh, Sonya had earlier in the episode. She did. She knew exactly what to say to get Sonya like wheels turning because she's like, "Remember, she called your husband aggressive last yes. year." And like, oh, so it's like, okay, two entirely different situations. First of all, like, let's not compare like Aaron actively like sticking up for his wife in a situation, then exiting the situation. Let's not compare that to Martell Holt doing whatever Martell Holt was doing on this show. Like, no. Two entirely different things. And it's okay to say, you know what? Not his finest moment. I'm still going to continue to date this horrible person anyway. (laughs) Just like, don't lie to us. Just like, you don't need to blow smoke in our faces. We're smart enough to see what's going on, Sheree. Yeah, exactly. Next week, we're going to have a crossover. A Bravo crossover. (laughs) Look at us. I'm so excited for Candace. I know. And they did you just see on Instagram, they just dropped like a preview. This upcoming episode, they're putting out a song together. <gasps> Drew and Candace? Mm-hmm. Good for her. Look at them. Hopefully Ralph was nowhere around. Hopefully. Because I'm not <laughs> trying to get Ralph to like, you know, try to get money out of Candace or something. Right. Like you that's going to make me on, really mad. You know he wanted to be on the cover of that album too. <laughs> 1,000%. Absolutely. I just... You know, I'm excited to see the uh, downfall of. I mean, it's. I'm not excited to see. It's. It's inevitable. We all. We all saw it coming with Drew and and uh, and this and Ralph. But mm-hmm. I want to see what this looks like. And you know what? People say a lot of shit about Kenya, but I saw a clip of her on Speak on It where she was asked about the Croy and Kim divorce, mm-hmm. and she was so sweet. She was like, "Listen, I don't like him." I don't have a good relationship with her, but I genuinely feel really terrible for their beautiful family. I feel Mm -hmm. genuinely sad when people get divorced. I'm like sad about Eva. We saw Cynthia go through it. I'm sad about Drew and Ralph. Like that sucks. Right. People hate Kenya and I don't understand why because she is a delight. It's, you know what? And I think that is the exact difference between Kenya and Sheree because Kenya can like say like, oh my God, I've been in the exact situation all these people are in. It is not fun. It's not pretty. Yeah. I would never have anything bad to say. I'm putting myself like in their shoes. It's horrible. I get it. I'm wishing you nothing but the best. Sheree would never. Sheree's like, oh, well, you know, you, you maybe you pushed them to it. You know, you did let yeah. something like that. And it's like, oh, gosh. Sheree, it's okay. it's an Alexia Teresa shit. That's yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Ugh, God. <laughs> well, Kendrick. Any other thoughts about Atlanta? I'm just so happy they're back. You know, Atlanta is my comfort food. I just, you can always just count on them to be shady, funny, a good, a good entertaining time. And I'm just so happy that Martha's Vineyard is following up after them. I just feel like it's a, a two hour block of just deliciousness and I'm happy for it. Deliciousness. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Kendrick, for being here. Can you tell everybody where they can find you and what they should check out? Of course, y'all. You can find me anywhere you listen to The Reality Is. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, all of the places. I am Reality and Comics 2 with Kendrick Tucker. Follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Come for the podcast. Stay for the memes. I just took a quick break because y'all know obviously I was out of town. So no new episodes coming this week. But next week I'm back in full motherfucking swing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Um, I haven't seen Guardian yet. But I plan on. Oh, so good. It's good. So good. Yes. Okay. Love right. it. All right. Love fine. It. 
I'll watch it. There you Only go. Only because you recommended it. There you I, go. <laughs> I will be back later this week to watch the very to talk about the very exciting finale of Vanderpump Rules. Ooh. And then I'm gonna have a special guest on for my New Jersey recap, and we're gonna do New Jersey and Summer House together because I think the finale for Vanderpump Rules deserves to be a Sun episode. Yeah, that that clip that they released already has me like physically oh, shaking. So I write. It's like I'm gonna vomit. I literally, I there is nothing. I'm sorry. I know we're wrapping up, but like there is nothing. There is nothing like the audacity of a white man who has been caught in wrong. Like I cannot to think of even raising your voice as someone you've cheated on. I can't imagine. I'm. It's gonna take me a lot to get. I'm glad I don't have like to worry about work when this episode comes on. I'm off the rest of the week. I just need to like sit in this episode and like see what the hell is going on because <laughs> I, I I know you lying. I know, I know. you lying to me. <laughs> really egregious and audacious. Both. Both <laughs> and caucasious. All of it. <laughs> All of it. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>